you're affected by anything you hear on this podcast or you just want to talk, please reach out to someone for help and support. You can also get in touch with Man Blues via manblues at gmx.com. We also have a presence on Twitter or X, as well as on Instagram and Mastodon. We're not qualified to help, but we can listen. Please don't suffer in silence. I'm Leon Deggs, and I have Man Blues. This week's episode is actually about you. Hello, and welcome to another Man Blues episode. And let's begin with a question. How are you? No, really, how are you? Now, for those of you for whom that question filled you with an existential dread, you have my sympathy. And you also have my empathy. And the reason I say that is because that is the sort of question that we are faced with most days from, in fact, many different angles. And to which there is no actual answer that I or you perhaps feel comfortable giving. Because what do we do? We hide behind not too bad. Because it's almost like we're demonstrating shades of how we feel. As in, we're comparing how we feel to how bad something can be or how good something can be. But we'd never ever vocalise what that bad thing or good thing is. So, what do we mean? Well, how are you? Yeah, fine. How are you? Not too bad. How are you? Could be better. How are you? Superb! These are all sort of... They're all valid answers. But are they veiled? Are they hiding a specific truth that you just don't want people to know. Why are we skirting around these truths? What are we trying to avoid? Are we trying to avoid telling someone about something? Are we trying to avoid the harsh truth of the thing that we're trying to hide? What is it that we're trying to escape from? What are we trying to protect that? Well, here's the thing. Are we trying to protect the person asking the question from our truth? Or are we trying to protect ourselves from that other person knowing our truth? Everybody is going through a tough time. But some days are good and some days are bad. And it's perfectly okay for you to have bad days and good days. And it's perfectly normal for there to be a longer period of bad days than good days. Because you tend to remember the bad stuff more as an adult. Now, as a child, you probably remember those really long, hot summer days where you were out on your bike, you were playing with your friends, you were doing all the things that you do as a child, and it was perfect. But in your memories, it never rained. Or if it did rain, it was that superb time when it was an amazing thunderstorm when you played down by the brook and blah, blah, blah. But you see, lots of people talk with doe-eyed reminiscences about how wonderful their childhoods were Whereas I can clearly remember it raining during my son's childhood and him remembering those years as being great because, you know, it was great times. So are we kind of filtering our truths? Is it a protection mechanism? Is it basically just us trying to save that other person or save ourselves? Because if you do a cursory web search, it reveals that this is a trait that is apparently very particular to the United Kingdom. So, not too bad, is considered a polite response to the question, 
How are you? It's almost like it's expected. Now let me tell you a story about someone. Now I've never been very good at giving nicknames to people, but for some reason, when I gifted this nickname to this lady, it stuck. We called her 10 Minute Josie. Now there's no sinister reason behind why we called her that. She was called 10 Minute Josie because when I met her at university, she hadn't really been away from the family home very much. She hadn't experienced life around many other people and she was basically the classic example of went off the rails. However, because she was kind of socially different, I would see Josie walking about the campus and every single day I would say to her, Hi Josie, how are you? And 10 minutes later, I was able to walk off because she did the brain dump on me and told me exactly how she was. Now at the time, I was thinking of 10 Minute Josie as being a pain because my thought process was, why does she not realize this is an English pleasantry? Why has she not understood that I don't want to know how she is? I'm just sort of saying, good morning, but in a veiled way of kind of making it seem as though I'm interested in her. Not that I wasn't, but after a while, when you pick up on the fact that if for me, for example, it is a standard question I ask of people, every time I ask it of Josie, I'm standing there for 10 minutes listening to her life story, that's a problem. So I ended up in a position where I tried to work different questions so that I wasn't speaking to her for that length of time. And the ironic thing is, I missed it because she was fun to talk to. And after a while, I thought, you know what? It's nice. Problem is, when I've been explaining this story of 10 Minute Josie over the years, people have always thought something awful about Josie. And the thing about Josie was, she was a brain dump. She just talked and talked and talked because I imagine she was an only child and her parents just gifted her every second of attention. But what's my problem with it? What's my specific issue with this response of not too bad? Well, we know why we do it, because it's an automatic response. But it's also a protection method. If I was to tell you how I really feel, well, well, what? What? What would happen? Would you run off? Possibly. Would you be scared? Maybe. Would it shock you to see what I'm going through or what I'm having to cope with? Or would I perhaps meet a kindred spirit? Would it be the case that me explaining what I'm going through and what I'm experiencing that particular day means I get an empathetic friend? Well, no, not that that's not the case, but I fear that in my case, the reason I respond with not too bad is because I'm worried that if I reveal too much of what I'm going through, you'll use it against me. Because the minute you gift somebody some information about a struggle you've got, that's a bullet they can put in their gun and aim back at you. That's how my brain works. If you've got this far into this podcast, I mean, what are we, episode 31 of the second series? If you've got this far into this podcast and not yet understood that this is how my brain works, welcome to Man Blues. <laughs> but the other thing is, is that if we deviate from the usual or even expected answer of not too bad, people can then worry about how tough things are if you veer off this answer path. They're expecting you to respond with the standard response and if you stray from that, as 10 Minute Josie did, it scares people. You sort of think, oh my goodness, they're actually experiencing this right now. And, you know, kudos to them for telling me. But I do believe it's a filter 
and it's there to protect ourselves and others. However, if we continue to ignore the truth, we can end up losing our ability as reliable narrators in our own stories. So I found a website, the blurb is in the episode detail, and it's titled When You're Not Actually Okay. And it gives you 27 possible answers for that question. However, it does explain some of these interesting thought processes behind this call and response. So I would recommend you give it a read. But then ask yourself this question. Would someone's mind be truly blown if they knew all the things you're going through at that moment? And don't forget what you're going through now. So if I was to say to you now, how are you? And you tell me about the first thing on your mind that explains how you are. That's not the one and only thing you're going through today. You've got several other things, but you filter them and you order them and you sort them so that when someone says to you, how are you? That's at the top of your mind. There's other things lurking behind. But isn't it true that a problem shared is a problem halved? I mean, okay, that's a nice little phrase that we've all heard before. But the point of that phrase is, is that it does lighten your load if you are able to explain to someone what you're going through. But in my head, what's happening there is I'm sharing my problem and now two people are suffering from it. So let's try and get some positivity, shall we? Well, the Wondermind website I mentioned earlier has got alternative answers to that question. I'm going to read a few out to you because they are interesting. So, bearing in mind the question is, how are you? One answer is, honestly, not great. Or you can have one minor inconvenience away from crying in public. Or you could say, the emotional equivalent of that tangled mess of headphones and trash at the bottom of your tote bag. Or filled with caffeine and existential dread. And one final one, very bad actually, thanks for asking. Now here's the thing, I've just read those out, but I did put inflection and I put emphasis on them because I'm reading them on a podcast. The thing is though, I read them almost with a tone of sarcasm, because that's something else that the people in the United Kingdom are massively known for. We speak sarcasm first, English second, which means we've got sarcasm first, honesty second. And a lot can be disguised in these comments as sarcasm. You can be telling your truth, which could be something like, I'm just waiting for that spin class to kick in and cure my anxiety. (laughs) But that belies a truth. Or you could say, in desperate need of puppies, cheese or a six hour nap, or all three. Because that would hide a truth that is larger than you can vocalise. So how are you? Well, better than yesterday. No, not too bad, could be worse. These don't feel like positive or neutral answers. So I think that what needs to happen in this scenario is you just need potentially to reframe how you feel about that question, but also to understand who the person is that's asking you. What business is it of theirs? What do they intend to get out of it? Why are they asking? What's their motivation? When my wife says, how are you? She gets the truth. When the guy walking down the street says, how are you? He gets told that I'm fine, I'm not too bad. Because I don't know him, or I might recognize him, or it might be a neighbor from across the way. You don't tell your neighbor all your problems. And you don't keep your problems from your significant other. I'm Leon Deggs, and I've been better, but I'm doing okay. Thanks for listening.